Welcome to Callback Podcast number 18. This is a very special podcast for us. It was our first female guest, finally. And um, who else uh, better to be our first female guest than Jillian Vigman? We invited her to be on the show, and she was just uh, incredible. She's so funny and interesting. Jillian, I know her from Chicago. She was um, in a, we were actually in a comedy group together in Chicago. I know her from Second City. She had her own comedy group, Bitch Cakes, for a while. And, um, uh, let's see. Let's. Uh, she came out here to L.A. and I know that you you know who she is. You've seen her in everything. She's practically in every commercial possible. This is true. Last holiday season, I saw her in like five commercials in in one like uh, in one like football game or one show that I was watching. She was in five of the commercials during that period. Um, she's she's amazing. She was in Step Brothers. She's been in um, uh, Forty Year Virgin. She's been in Let's See. Uh, Hangover, Hangover 2, lots of those movies. She's been in it. She's had her own television show. So she's uh, she's uh, always showing up in projects. I think she's uh, she talks about a few of them on the podcast, and I really want you to support them. She's uh, absolutely incredible and hilarious. Uh, uh, filthy, filthy mouth, but God bless her. Uh, we love it. Um, also, we'd like to shout out to Eric Streeper. Eric, thanks for keeping our, uh, our website going. It looks great, and we really enjoy it. Um, and uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can send us an email. We're uh, callbackpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're at callbackpodcast. And um, also, uh, please like us on our Facebook page. That really helps us out. And we're available for free, as you know, on iTunes. Please subscribe. I know some of you get the podcast off the website. Please subscribe to iTunes because it really does help us try and uh, monetize this thing. So, uh, uh, we can keep bringing you episodes. I uh, really appreciate everybody listening out there, all the loyal fans. Conrad, we, we all, you are our first fan, and you're still with us today. I appreciate it. And with that out of the way, please enjoy episode number 18 with Jillian Bigman. Well, uh, that was the podcast. Oh, that was great. Um, Thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah. No, hey, uh, we're here. We're here with uh, Jillian Bigman. She's our guest this week, our first real female guest. We had a little You've girl had on. You had some fake Well, no, we females? had, what happened was. There was that um, blow-up doll that one day. Well, there was, no, Rich Hall, we did. Um, was did I pod- any of those? No, no you weren't there. Uh, People have called me a blow-up doll. <laughs> really? <laughs> Why have they? Um, so, uh uh, no, we had Rich Hall on when you were traveling. Uh, we recorded one with Rich Hall, and his daughter jumped on for like a second, showing him something or asking him something, and she officially became what our first. What did she say? Please stop. Yeah, please stop this. <laughs> Dad, it's not funny. <laughs> Bring it to the phone. <laughs> I have to live with this for the rest of my life. You know, you're going to be gone soon. I have to keep this going. Um, no, but she was on for like two seconds. But you're our very first female guest, and we're really happy oh, to have you. So Jillian Vigman, everybody. I know you know who she is because she's been on everything, um, just about. Let's see. I, you pop, No, don't give me that look. You pop up everywhere. Let's see. I've seen you in, uh, let's see. What was it? Step Brothers, right? You're in the Step Brothers. You're, uh, you're really in that Apatow group, aren't you? Kind of, I, are you? No, I wish. No? I'm no? not. I'm not. Um, you, uh, you were in Step Brothers. You, was it the scene where they were interviewing? The yes. same job, and yes. you're like, you guys get it out of my office yes. or something like that. Yes. I'm going to tell you, resources. didn't really care for the movie. Loved that scene. You know, I liked the, the movie. Some of it was like, yeah, you know, but I right. really enjoyed like the little parts of um, that movie. Um, Hangover. Yes. Hangover Two, which I yes. haven't seen. Have you uh, Have you seen that? No. Uh, it's uh, you played Bradley Cooper's wife. Yes. Uh, was your part bigger in 
No. Part two? No? no. Oh, because they just kind of like head But you. the nice thing is I got to go to Thailand for two weeks. Oh, really? Oh, that's weeks. cool. So I was hanging out in a place I'd never been, and everyone's really nice. But I, I was... Uh, I was like this. You can't see. Basically, I was as silent as I'm being right now. <laughs> just standing there. Smile just nice big smile. Making faces. Uh, oh, I yeah. thought for sure they'd, expand, they'd do one of those things where they're like, oh, let's expand the wife's role, you know? Oh, a dream. But no. But at the same time, they're such a nice group. It was oh, yeah. so fun. It was in Thailand. It was oh, yeah. great. So that was great. That was a really fun trip. And you are in every commercial Ever. No, um, not true. No, I know it's not true, but it's I've almost been rejected true. rejected multiple times. Hold on a minute. I last, <laughs> last Christmas, I specifically remember there was a, it was a commercial break or like an hour span of time. I don't know if it was. It was during football season, and it was right before Christmas, I think, um, where you were in five commercials within that hour. From your lips to God's ears, may it be forever. That Amen. W- that was... Uh, <laughs> 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 but like, um, some of the big ones, like for instance, you're, 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 are you considered a spokeswoman for Jack in the Box? I am Mrs. Box. So <laughs> not, the, not the first time you were called that. Yes, Dirty. Exactly. This is also my college name, which is weird. I think I said it was Ms. Box. Ms. Then. Box. Uh, yeah. No, I uh, get to be Mrs. in the Box, uh, and it's really, they're, they are also fantastically delightful, that crew. Can I ask you a trade secret? I can't wait to hear a question. Is it? The same guy wearing the yes. head. Do you want to hear? No, it isn't. It is the greatest story. So they are like a little family too, which yeah, is yeah. wonderful. Dick Sittig, who basically came up with the character of Jack in the Box in the early '90s after the uh, poisoning incident, right? right. Uh, he is—he's really a cool, nice, funny guy. Um, so he—he he hired. I don't know if. if the guy, his name is actually Jack, which is even funny. His name is, but it's it's like Jacques. He's who's Canadian, so it's the Jacques of Jacks. But Jacques, but pronounced Jack. Jacques in the box. Uh, it, I know all the time. If you don't think that's like we're always like Jacques in the box. And, Bonjour Jacques uh, in the box. Uh, don't like I guess it would be dans la, la boîte. Ah Jacques dans la boîte. That sounds so gross though. Compared to, <laughs> oh, I can't wait to eat some eat some dans la boîte. Um, so Jack has been the guy. I think it's because one, he is physically is perfectly sized for the the part. Like he's got big hands. He's a pretty big guy. He's an as- actor who has uh, worked was in LA for years. Makes masks, so he kind of does mask work. Oh, okay. And now he lives in Washington State with his family, but he makes a great living coming down maybe fifty two days of the year. Sorry, it's my refrigerator. That's all right. That's so cool. ashamed. No, don't judge me by that. Oh, it's a metronome. <laughs> I have a metronome. Can I play the piano for this? Oh, okay. fine. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so he, so Jacques, has been doing it for like seventeen years. Makes a great living and lives in Washington State. And they fly him down. They put him up because he moved from L.A. Just to do the just to do the Jacques, but the Jack he Jacques. doesn't even. He has to Jack wear the Jacques. head. They have it all like he's there's a, a device in there, and the guys who create the head are like these technical geniuses. They take off the hat and they put a fan in there to <laughs> cool him down. There's a whole. Is it his all voice? This business? No, the voice is. So Dick he, I mean, it really could be anybody. Yeah, but he is really good at it. It's, a, uh, it's not. I that know. Easy. You're it, right. I it's... mean, I have to. I'm going to defend uh, Jacques on the Uh because. It, he's got to get like in certain weird positions. I'm he's sure. got to do, and he he does have to memorize the lines because it has to be the face. But all the facial expressions are put on and changed. They set them up. These guys have been working on it. They did the one where there was a tear that went down his face and it was like a magnet. 
that they control. It was, oh, they're wow. pretty genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can he see out of it? Yes, he can see out of the nose of all things. Apparently, <laughs> it's okay. uh, it's very weird. Uh, yeah, and then sometimes you know there's little heads for the sun. It's it's uh, yeah, I can talk do about they, Jack in the Box. Do they, have, do they have Jack in the Do they have Jack in the Box? I think you're obligated to, aren't you? Yes, you I, just like, paid, I just got paid. I just got paid $5,000. Um, uh, not from our podcast, that's for sure. Um, in fact, don't play anything. If you're going to play anything on the piano, don't play anything that we have to pay for rights yeah, for. I will. Um, hey, uh, are there Jack in the Boxes the rest of the country? No, it's, it's, I think it's more of a regional. It used to be in Chicago, but they really? took them out. Because they have them in was, Texas, for sure. Yeah, they do? What yeah. about oh, Michigan? Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. I certainly didn't see any. Other places you've the traveled. last few weeks. I don't remember ever seeing them except on the West Coast. But um, so is it considered a national commercial? No, no. I think they would be considered regional. Oh, really? Oh, that's. But for the in the box, I'll do whatever it takes. Uh, you know, for Mrs. <laughs> but okay, getting back, you were in. Was it Target? No. What was that? Kmart then? No. What was I don't it? Know what was, that is? You were playing video games and you were beating oh, your kids oh, blah, blah, in video blah, blah, blah. games, and then they had to do other chores. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, My I'm God, terrible. you've done so many commercials, you don't even remember. No, but I don't remember anything. I, like I have like a short. <laughs> You're like, what am I doing? Problem. What is this thing I'm holding? I, uh, <laughs> it's called a microphone. That sounds so dirty. When you're no, like, that's why I had to say it's so a microphone. Heavy. That's why. So <laughs> um, I don't. Why am I afraid? That was more for the video. Uh, I can't believe I'm free. I'll think about it halfway through and be able All to right. tell you. And then um, the. Uh, Look with your eyes. Oh, your yeah. I, that <laughs> you get a so lot of shit fun. for that, I'm sure, right? Oh, like, you know what? I love that. That was the best time ever. Look with your special eyes. 1-800-CONTACTS. Yeah, I don't yeah, get yeah. their contacts, though. You know, you never get the free stuff. Like I was going to ask you about that. Do you eat never. a jack-of-the-box for free forever? I think like in the 50s, <laughs> they used to be oh, like, yeah. you get mop and glow if that exists. You know, but you, there's no free stuff. Although, I did do a commercial where they gave me all these free passes to go into the United uh, Club. I have like eight of them. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but you cool. always forget. Like you're like, sweet, oh, and you never bring them with you. And then you're, <laughs> and you're never thinking, I should go two hours early. I mean, I guess it'd be good if you're delayed. But you forget they're mm-hmm. always in another bag. So that was the only I had a friend who was in the United Suite, like hanging out there and totally missed their flight. Just, they were too comfortable. They were just yeah, like, they didn't realize nice. that they brought the family. There's free away. booze in there. Well, what happened mm-hmm. was um, <laughs> they were all checked in and everything, hung out in the suite, Thought, okay, I think they're flying first class. And they walk back out, and they're like, no, we gave up your tickets. They're like, but I already checked in, everything. Like, I've been here for a while. He's like, oh, yeah, but we doubled, you know, we, we asked for you at the gate, and you were, he's like, first yeah, but I'm all, still up, I'm here in time, you know? It's like. That's baloney, because on top of that, why that? Because usually when you check in at those clubs, uh-huh. they'll call your name over. Well, mm-hmm. he must have fallen asleep. Well, they would come find you. It was his whole family. Like, they all, and it was really weird because he spent thousands and thousands of dollars on these. Oh, no, it was like a difference of oh, like, like $8,000 or some crazy number. Because he was flying back to London, and so it was like the whole family. Oh, and it was like. Terrible. But um, yeah, 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 it just turned into one of those things. But um, uh, let's see here. So Jillian Vigman, you and I know each other from Chicago. Yes, we do. We uh, were in a comedy group years ago uh, oh with. Gosh. Yeah, remember that? You didn't even remember that. No, I don't. You were remember trying to anything. figure out how do I know John Novotny? No, I, I know that you and me and Molly that, have hung out. Right, like, yeah, remember yeah, Molly Cavanaugh? Absolutely, Molly was in the group too. And then you guys did your own comedy show together. Yes, we did. We did a show together. You did, you did a great. The, what, okay, so Jillian's backgrounds for every um, for everybody listening, and also you two guys. Um, Second City, right? Yes. You, were you improv also improv Olympic or yes? Oh, you did all of it. Yeah, I did. I did do but uh, improv Olympic. I started taking classes there, and then. Um, 
At Second City, and then I joined the uh, touring company. You the touring company, but you never, you went from touring company straight out to Los Angeles, right? You, did you do? Straight. I did a lot of understudying of yeah, the yeah, stages, yeah. and then I I think point. right before you left, you were like filling in for somebody who would, um, on a regular basis, because I remember seeing I feel seeing like it might have been Tammy Sager, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I did about, I think, 20 to 25 shows for her. She'd right. be a great guest, too. Oh, you know, I've, I've heard her on other podcasts talking about, because she works on 30 Rock. Yes. And she's, uh, or now she's working on... Um, Oh God! I forget what show, but she's she's on a sh- show around here too. Oh, really? she does, she's doing very well. Yeah, she's uh, she's great to talk about. Like uh, I, I I listened to her on uh, a podcast about the writing. Like I think it was a nerdist writing podcast. Yeah, and she just was great about talking about like uh, like just what it's like in the room, all that, and her That's her journey, cool. her struggle. And it was like I really I was like holy shit! I hung out with this you know this woman yeah. like, wow. and. Um, and yeah, she seemed great. Let's, in fact, let's stop this podcast. And if we could call, do you want to give her? I can no, text her. That's okay. No, <laughs> um, so uh, no, but she was so. Uh, so Jillian was. Uh, um, she'd go up for the touring company. Now, what that is is you're gone. What is it like? Three weeks out of the month. Something depending, it could be anywhere from a week to three weeks, depending on what you're you're doing at the time. So you're flying, and to, it's like the different colors, like blue, red. Yeah, there's blue, red, and green, which are the right. colors that, that circus touring companies use oh, for is all it? the different. Yeah, that's oh, how that's, they came up with that. Wow. Yeah, new new fun fact. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, and right, you can go anywhere. We went to Alaska. Was one of the more memorable trips for me, which wow. was amazing because I'd never been to Alaska. And we took the little uh, puddle jumpers, which was right. absolutely devastatingly frightening because every single time there was a storm. And every single time we got on that plane, the pilot would say, so, folks, I think we're going to go to Seattle now. And I would hold hands with the hunter sitting next to me who would have – everyone's carrying antlers and has coolers full because it's just hunters and then what looked like the grossest, weirdest bunch of losers. Well, like, I'm sure uh, they looked at us and they're like, what are you? What are you? Yeah. <laughs> like, we belong on That's this flight. People, people go there to hide out. People go there to oh, like, Oh, it's yeah. the craziest state. We, we exa- most of these people are like, yeah, I used to live down in the 48, but my boyfriend was hitting me. Like, you, <laughs> you, and this was like the art group, the cultural group, because every we would do the show and then they would be so... They were so open and ho- they were such great hosts and hostesses because they hadn't had Second City up there for five years at that point. So when we went, we were doing shows in Juneau and then jumping up to Anchorage and just going. And they just really appreciated it. They it came out and just was great. like, yeah. It was a really cool experience. Aurora Borealis was going crazy. It was a pretty fantastic. I love those situations where you go to small towns. I did that as a comic. And, and they just come out and you'd be like, hey, so what's there to do in this town? Uh, come see you. That's yeah, basically exactly. like, and then hang out with you and stare yeah, exactly. at you afterwards. You, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You, you got to go to this party with me. You got to go here with me. I'm like, oh, did you have you had like what was the strangest town that you went? Oh, to? I don't know. I'd have to. It was probably somewhere in the. Oh, there was one incident where, Christ, I don't know where it was somewhere in the Midwest or North Dakota. But I was with this comic who was trying to get with this. Um, I don't know if I told this story on the podcast before, but I'm trying to get with this girl, and it turns out she was married to the owner of the club oh, no. or the booker or something. It got a little weird. We went back to their place, and I'm like, let's get out of here. We're, and there was like a, one of those after after parties where people are like doing drugs and shit. And it's like, we have to drive home tonight. Like, <laughs> so it was definitely <laughs> yeah. in the Midwest. Because I remember thinking, I wanted to drive home, which is anything less than six hours I'll do. At like, right. you know, and um, all right, we can, we can make it home by daybreak. I want to get the fuck out of here. And somehow we're downstairs in this guy's basement. There's like that swinging light bulb and there's a pit bull uh, uh, some dude showed up he's got a gun and it was like it sounds like I a 90 CD like, cover what for Sublime. the fuck is going yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, it's one of those things right you sit back and you just go you know 
there was no texting back then. There was no cell phones because otherwise, I would have texted yeah. somebody going, "You're not going to believe where the fuck I am." Or, yeah, like, please help me. Yeah, please help I'm me. Gonna be, I'm going to be raped and killed and yeah, killed exactly. and raped. Exactly. And so I just sat back and went, "Wow, you know, when is this ever like? How did how did I wind up here? Right? Because no one would find me and no one would no. even know where I was. You know, and like." Um, uh, that was a weird one. I told a, a, another story one time where um, uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank now. I had it in my head. There was another weird moment where on the road, what happened? Oh, I did a biker bar. I did a biker club. Oh, okay. Where um, they're like, uh, they they literally like we had to walk through a field in order to get there, and they turned to us and they're like, "You better be the comedians." <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, and then they they bring us in, and the, our our warm up was like. All right, everybody, shut the fuck up. Oh, no. All right, and you better not heckle these guys because they're fucking professionals. All right, let's get them up here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my intro, right? So I go, and then they're telling me about this game that they played where they reinforced this um, car. Well, first of all, they had this car that was part, that had a spike and a long chain on it, and they would drive the chain around in a circle, and, uh, drive the car around in a circle, and shoot the car until it stopped moving. And um, that lasted all of like 10 seconds, so they had to reinforce it with like concrete and everything. So the second time they did it, they reinforced it so that they could shoot it much longer. And oh, good said, for them! No one's ever gotten hurt except for this guy. These, no one's ever gotten except killed. for like, yeah. These two guys. One guy, he was he, he he used we used to call him bulletproof, and I see they're wearing a bulletproof like te- like a little patch in his honor because he's died. Oh, <laughs> and another no. guy we now call Ricochet. <laughs> True story. Um, but yeah, but otherwise, like in these small towns, people just come out and they're just the greatest little like. I know. Oh wow! They're so excited yeah, too, they're just, which like, is great. They're so much fun, and uh, you know, um, a lot of them are like you know, you can tell they're like, you know, take me with you. <laughs> Go. Yep. Um, this one guy's like, oh, I was in Harlem in Chicago. I'm like, you were on Harlem in Chicago. There's no Harlem in Chicago. Harlem's in New York. Um, He's also like, I was on Zenu. Yeah. Uh, I was living there for a while. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's also those weird people that come up to you and they're like, you know, they, all of a sudden they start, they, they break that racial, they, they pull out the racist humor and it's like, whoa, whoa, at what point in my act did you think, they're like, I got a joke for you. And then they start like, whoa, whoa, hold on a minute. At what point did you think this would fit into my uh, act? They've been you know? waiting to oh, yeah. tell their jokes. <laughs> exactly. And they're, like, wait, wait, and they're earnest mama. too. Like, oh, this is, to them, they're like, oh, this is our, the type of jokes we tell here and it's okay oh. and it's not okay. But yeah. like, um, all right, enough about me. Um, I remember one of my favorite, favorite moments like that was I was with uh, this guy I was touring with who I really like a lot, Stuart Ransom, and he, the two of us were like either putting makeup on before a show. We're all exhausted. We're at like a school, and I want to say we were probably in Nebraska or something. Right. And we always would get the question like, so are you guys going to be on Saturday Night Live? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, gosh, we really that would be great. We no, would love that. I hadn't that. thought about That'd that. Be, that's kind of yeah, something that I... One of my goals, I guess. And we were so, we'd been, you know, driving the van for a week or more at that point. We're all exhausted. I remember we're putting, and Stuart wore, the two of us wore the same color uh, base. He wore makeup too. We looked gorgeous together. But we were putting makeup on, and someone up and they were like, oh, are you guys from Second City? We're like, "Uh uh-huh. And like, so do you think you're going to be on SNL? And we both the same turn turn turned to him and went, no! <laughs> the guy, like the teenager cluster. Oh. And you know, funny thing is, I, I never got on SNL. No, Isn't that funny? It's hilarious. <laughs> but, but you but, did get on Mad TV. I did, and the nice thing is, there were tons of Chicago people there at the time, at the time. which was great. We're jumping ahead. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take her to, MTV, to Mad TV. We were, in, we're at Second City. Yeah, but this You're is touring. great. Yeah, this You're is touring. okay. You're touring with Second City. Mm-hmm. Red, blue, green. What Red, blue, on? green. I was on both, uh, first I was on green, and then I was on blue. 
Wait, can, um, can you back up and explain to me what the colors mean? So there, and, I, I think it's it's uh, terms that are that circuses use, and I think when they would tour, they sent out different touring groups and circuses. And I don't know if it's a, it was the color of. Oh, the it's tops. just what they called the, yes, the and I think that troop. More okay. of a. a, a a real meaning to it, but that's all I remember. Because red, I don't red remember teams things. going to Keokuk, Iowa. Okay, Blue okay. teams going to whatever. Something right? like Something that. Like yeah, that. and that's how they would do it with uh, with us as well. Now, did you um, did you guys all do the same sketches? Because it was a lot of it was the best of, like you did later yeah, sketches. Yeah, we all did this, and like, you can tell obviously they were the best of that people gravitated to the most. Like which would the sketches that they liked the most, and usually they were more contemporary at the time. Uh, obviously, for women. We would want to do more of like the Tina and uh, Faye and the Rachel Dratch and the scenes that had a lot to, you know, everyone wanted to do this one scene called Wicked, which is uh, what they later, I think Tina and Rachel did a lot on SNL, which involved all the uh, the Boston accent, Wicked, yeah. Wicked with, Hot, and they with, all yeah, did all the, that uh, at the... Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, sure, uh, and, and it was all at the uh, Hillshire Farms. Shut up, I love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's, they did a scene together for years, you know, every group every two girls wanted to do like that scene there were a lot of but yeah you did the best of you would go through everything and find what you wanted to do and it was a lot of it was fun and you get to sometimes do original stuff and then you'd improvise at the end so very similar to the main stages so what uh have did you in were you allowed to create your own stuff ever? Yes. You, so we okay. would sometimes put up our own Because uh, you would do sketches. an improv set at the end, right? Yeah. And okay. sometimes we work on for ourselves a scene that we'd been thinking of trying to put in the show so everyone usually got something they wrote into the show at some point or another, which was great. So you got to use her. You know, there's a really, I really loved, I'm not, not my own. This was one there. There was a one that Pete Gross and Jack McBrayer did called the man with the castanets. And it was like a more of a flamenco type song. And Pete would play guitar and he would talk about how this man was this mystery. And then all of a sudden Jack would walk out. Then all of a sudden he'd start dancing and playing the castanets in that Jack McBrayer (laughs) way. And you would just start dying laughing because it seemed like it would be this very sexual, torrid, this, this you know, like a Dos Equis type of guy coming out like, if I drink beer, I would choose to... And out comes Jack, like, playing the castanets in the you most Jack McBear, right? flamboyant... He's from 30, 30 Rock. Rock. He plays Kenneth. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Uh, so that was a really fun one that they did... Uh, when we toured, and I really, we all loved. We were like, do it again. Yeah. That one's fun. <laughs> did, and that's something you. But did you write that? No, I wrote one. <laughs> I wrote one about eating your own placenta. There you go. Which you know we didn't. <laughs> we didn't get to use a lot. No, you didn't. <laughs> I used to do a joke about that in my act because uh, uh, a lot of. Uh, Makeup was made with human placental extra. Sure, and, and hair um, conditioners. Yeah, and yeah. I was thinking, where do they get that from? Like, does somebody sitting around a operating room, or I mean, a delivery room, going, uh, "Hey, uh, you gonna eat that?" <laughs> exactly, that's good. Actually, my mom in the oh early sixties was an OBGYN registered oh, nurse, okay. and they they don't do it anymore because I think it would people would go apeshit. But she was told to save placenta. And they would use that's the kind of that was a placenta they used. Wow! Uh, for the for the for the hoagie sandwich for the, for the Philadelphia yeah. <laughs> sandwich. For Jack in the to. Box. Well, what? Hey, wait a minute! No, <laughs> the delicious placental uh, monthly barbecue <laughs> pulled yeah, pulled uh, pork. Had it once a month. Very protein filled, which it really is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, 
So you're doing these sketches. At, uh, I, I hate when I go back into. Listen, into, it's just yeah. Fine. You're. I mean, we're all we're all friends. You, yeah, yeah. you can even move on if you're like I'm bored with this. Let's I'm talk about so something was, else. Uh, or you can move on. You're like I can, I'm bored with this. I'm gonna do uh, some. I'm gonna great. do some dishes. I'm gonna do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I actually have to wash a bib. So. so um, uh, by the way, thanks for having us in your home. I'm so excited all that you're this, here. Oh, my God. All the Halloween candy. you got these guys all jacked up yep, on sugar yes. now. Yes, so thanks. much. You're all going to take it home with Pumpkin you. Pumpkin pie spice cake. Oh, um, just want to set up, give, create a facade. I've of got two slices. Real. I know you do. <laughs> Bastard. Um, so, uh, you're, but what I'm trying to get at is like, so while you're in Second City, because you're in the touring company, you're, you're, you're trying to come up with new sketches but where are you going to use those besides like maybe one or two? Just in show? Like, that's it. That's and then it? make you know. Then, so because so what we would do, but that was how my friend Molly Cavan and I exactly we, that's where I was going to. Cavan and I wanted to do our own stuff, and we started writing more and more, and we pitched to. Beth. Is it like Saturday Night Live where you come up with something? Does the Second City own it? Once you that's perform a good it, question. I believe they do. Uh, I'm sure you can ask for your rights if you're putting it into a show or if you're a writer or a performer on a show and you want to use it. I'm sure people probably did that for SNL. Maybe even for Wicked, they had to call, which is the Tina Fey, Rachel Dratch uh, scene. I wonder if they had to get Second City's permission to go off that and... Continue. Absolutely, I'm sure that there was some sort of, you know, knowing those guys, there's probably some sort of agreement that they had I back before that. But the same way like Groundlings have one and, yeah, yeah. and and whatnot. So I would say that for us, it was more putting it up there and then trying to come up with your own show. So what oh, cool. we did was Molly and I pitched the idea to uh, Beth Kligerman and Kelly Leonard, and we were able to do when the, there's a blackout night in the little stage, which is ETC, put up our two woman show that we'd written. And our friend TJ Shanoff directed and did music for and such. Yeah, it was great. Well, I can't remember the name of it. It was called. It was bitch, so dumb. It was bitch called cakes. bitch cakes. Yeah, bitch cakes. Yeah. Um, we, were, we were young. You and had, by the way, we well, were young. You had young. a great, a great scene where <laughs> you hit a kid in a car. Like I'm always. Oh yeah, yeah I'm into yeah. the twisted evil stuff. That's so it's like you know, eating. Placenta, it was like all of us. Obviously. Yeah, exactly. So it was like it was. It starts off with like you guys hit hit something and you're getting out. Oh my god, what is this? And it, all of a sudden you're the voice of the kid. I can't remember how it ended, but I know that you guys were like, should we get out of here? Should we, what should we do? Or should we kill him? Should we? Yeah. You know, the sad things, I don't even remember that scene, but I remember it like involved like a life coach. Yeah. Like trying to coach her, like you should leave. No one cares. No one's going to know it's you. It was bad. Yeah. Uh, that was awful. Thank you for liking. No, I, I really enjoyed that. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Um, well, you know what? I'll hear. I'll segue for you because the thing right. about it, I realized I never thought I'd end up on like an SNL or a show like that. I just didn't think it was what I would do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was, although I auditioned a lot for Mad TV, so when I finally got it, I was shocked. And not like when, when, oh when my you say audition a lot, so you go in like you. Where, but where, I auditioned in Chicago. Like yeah. a, you know, they would hold auditions in Chicago for people the same way SNL would. We would go and write our do our three characters and and. Um, impressions so by the time i think i finally was auditioning in la i'd probably auditioned so many times but i'd really cleaned it up and was like i'm gonna try to do this as professionally as possible and at that point too they had uh ike barinholtz was there josh myers steph weir rich tellerico tammy sager um i'm i'm so embarrassed if i'm missing goes on uh key and peel right yeah, 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 and they're they're great, and you know uh, Keegan was also at uh, he was in the ETC. Yep, and he was at Mad TV. He was also at Mad TV. Oh, um, he was. I yep. didn't know that. Um, and Jordan as well. So they were both. They were both there. So you auditioned how many times for Mad TV? I would say I probably auditioned like four or five times. And then do they go? Okay, you passed the Chicago part of it. 
Not yeah, I never, out. and I never did until I got to LA and I took it seriously. So when I first moved out here, I auditioned and that's when I got hired. So when you move out here, are you still doing improv? Uh, a little bit. I was never, I, I was always afraid of improv. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I never like took it super. I wasn't like you were yeah, a improv. improv Olympic person. I mean, I know, and I'm filled with self hate and rage. <laughs> so I, I get, I don't know what I'm. It's like why am I? Like I should have been like the head of an HR company. Like I don't deserve. I don't belong in this world. I should be doing something far more like boring. Um, <laughs> I find that first of all, you know, that's not true, and um, I think you're an amazing uh, performer and amazing. Uh, there, I got what I no. wanted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go. Oh, she's fishing. Okay, fuck this. No, no, no. Oh, uh, you no. got me. Congratulations. Um, so, well, no. Uh, so, you you do the, you come out here? I don't understand. So, I had though, a the idea year. That, I was there. I was did here. Did you have an agent when you came out here? No, it was terrible. This it's hard. I went to your going away party in Chicago. Yeah, and it remember? Was, Long time were, ago. You were acting like you're all scared. I'm like, ah, that's just her. No, it was. So it that was first like, year, remember, I was just saying that first year was not. It was lonely. It was. You know, the, the, also you think you're like, I've saved money to come out. And then you realize, you know, in my dumb head, I'm like, I've got $3,000, <laughs> which, you know, at the time I'm like, that's a lot of Chicago cash, but that goes nowhere. I mean, it's gone and may, you know, even if you're, you're frugal, it, it's gone in five months. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I got a lot of pr- plastic surgery and then I didn't like it and then I had to get rid of it. <laughs> and then I wanted to look like I was an old say. hag. So I have to say that. So I live in. Don't sit too in, close to that candle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna turn the lights down a little so you guys think I'm beautiful. But I, I lived in so I lived in Santa Monica, which Monica, which I was saying, and it was expensive. I didn't belong there. It was awful. I was Were working you with other performers. Did you no, that was I lived with a friend of mine from home who had a, a great job making a shit ton of money, and I was so resentful that because she's like, I, you have to, you can pay less rent, and so I get very guilty about that. So I was like, well, I'll do the housekeeping and, and I'll make you meals. Like I was like, oh, no. the help that like I was like, why don't you ram me up the ass when you're done? Because I just had a horrible day. But I would like clean her bathroom. I'm like this is not the life that I wanted to lead. And then go and audition on top. And then of I'd it. go out an audition and be shit on and then I'd go work at Bar Marmont where I'd have to wear fake titties because oh everybody was uh, you know looked like we're skinny with big fake boobs and so I'd wear like fake boobs with a tank top and my long leather skirt and work at Bar Marmont where I'd wait on like See, Edgar, kid you weren't play. the only one that had to wear fake boobs when you were younger no I'm just kidding what's that? I said Edgar, you weren't the only one that had to wear fake boobs when you were 20 sometimes it's hard um, I still do <laughs> good great. this is a town they like it on a man or a woman it's very important <laughs> exactly very important. So I had a horrible first year. It was not fun. I remember I'd work at Bar. I, I would work at Bar Mont. I worked for a guy named uh, I don't even care if I Larry Kastanoff. Maybe he'll. Maybe you'll have to edit that out. Fuck that guy. He is fuck him. He was an executive. He was like he was a producer <laughs> that did that Mortal Kombat, and he still made enough money from Mortal Kombat. Oh, but wow. he was like forty, had a twenty-year-old girlfriend, and you know I worked for him for like two months because a girl who was his regular assistant had her tonsils removed, and as an adult. That's nearly like cancer. You can be out for a while. But he was that guy. Uh, it was like swimming with sharks. I'd oh, have no. to wipe off handles after I touched them. He had air, the compressed air canisters, and I'd have to, anything I touched, I'd have to uh, clean off because he didn't want any germs. I would have to put a, a variety, a Hollywood reporter, and a perfectly ripe banana, couldn't have any brown spots on it, on a seat every day, wipe off the handle, never touch his phones. 
uh, and this fucker was like just doing Mortal Kombat, like, and you're like, you're a dick, you fucking tool. And then, and then he would, uh, and he's like, I'm gonna yell at you a lot, just so you know, so don't cry. And when I'm, when I'm learning from his really sweet assistant, she burst out crying about how horrible her job was, even though she's like best friends with the guy. I'm like, you have, were you abused by your like by your father because you shouldn't be with this guy anymore? But she, so what I loved about this dude though, I would, I was allowed to go on auditions. And, you know, it was like $15 an hour. It was like hot dog to add to that $3,000 that yeah. was dwindling. <laughs> but I would, uh, he would call me from like Cannes Film Festival. I'm like, what are you doing there, douchebag? Like, what, what are you trying to sell? Another Mortal Kombat 7? <laughs> but he was also good friends with Christopher Lambert from the Highlander. Highlander guy. Guy. Remember uh, that? And, and uh, was it there a French movie called Subway? I really like that movie. But he used to call in a lot and be like, is Larry there? And I'd be like, bonjour, Christopher. <laughs> and he'd be like, ugh, get me Larry. And I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> And I'm, who knows, but I, what I love, he's like, I want you to go into all the animators, because he'd hold animation department, and they wouldn't really talk to me, like, they weren't very social. I'd be like, hey, you guys, and they'd be like, yeah. So I, he's like, I, I've, so I have a box in my office, I need you to go through the pictures, and, and I want you to, uh, I want you to pick out, I'm going to tell you which ones to pick out. I'm like, but then I'd have to get on the phone in your office. He's like, yeah, I know, you, you wipe it off when you're done. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so... There's this fancy photography box in his office, like which you'd keep like really nice headshots in. And I open up. I've also had to go to his, which I found out he rented. He rented like this place off like PCH, but I'd have to go while he was getting his home entertainment system uh, installed, which they did, I guess, apparently wrong five times. So I had to keep oh, so going back to his home. Oh my god! Which uh, and he, like I said, he loved young ladies would always come in the office and be like, "Is Larry here?" Tell him it's Michael. And I'm like, your name's Michael? And she's like, I know. And <laughs> I'm like, okay, hold on. And I couldn't help it. I didn't care. I'm not going to get fired. Because there, if he fires me, I'm like, I'm already still like a poor and I don't care. And I, so I'd always be like, Larry, Michael's here. And he, he didn't even, nothing like phased him. Jokes, nothing. It was great. So, but so I opened this box up and I'm looking through. He's like, oh, okay, I want you to tell me what the pictures are. So the first one, I'm like, oh, it's like, it's a picture of an elephant. I think he'd gone on a safari. Like I said, he fancied himself like this, yeah, this yeah. really gifted photographer. Um, I'm sure he had like an insanely expensive camera too. So I'm like, it's a, it's an elephant. He's like, yeah, yeah. Next one, I'm like, uh, it's, it's like an air traffic controller. Nah, next one, I'm like, oh, it's a, um, a girl who's completely nude on your bed at home, but she's gagged, she's bound and gagged, and uh, there's a woman uh, licking her nipple. And he's like, yeah, put that one aside. I'm like, okay. So he did that. <laughs> and I'm like, and he's like, what's next? And I'm like, it's the same woman, but now it's a close shot on the nipple and the licking. And he's like, yeah, I don't want that one. I'm like, okay. Then I'm like, uh, next one is of a woman arching her back nude on the teak bench out by your pool. And he's like, that's a good one. And he was making like a coffee table book. And he did not care. He didn't think it, like he didn't care if it bothered me. Didn't yeah, even. I think part of him was like, probably like, uh uh-huh. Yeah, I think he also thought, like, yeah, I'm hot, aren't I? I'm pretty awesome. And he was, like, a manorexic. He wouldn't eat anything sweet. And I would have to go to Swingers, which was around the corner, and pick up his, his special shakes. And they'd be like, oh, are you working for Larry? And I'd be like, mm hmm. By the way, I, I hope he never hears this because I'm sure he'll try to sue me or something. No, I don't know. Keep, Who knows where listening. he is? He's not. It's, oh, no, no, no. Uh, anyway, so that was like, I did jobs like that. There was a lot of like random jobs where yeah. I did 
stupid, stupid Yeah, but things. did you kind of like, even though you're working for this guy, were you kind of like, all right, I'm kind of I'm auditioning, yeah, I'm trying to write, I'm crying a lot. It's working a lot. day job where they don't give a shit about your auditioning process. No, and that and was that. the only reason I took it was yeah. I knew that I would be allowed to go out and auditions. I just had to give him a I don't warning. give a fuck. Go audition. Yeah, he didn't care. He's like, you're You'll never going right to make back. it. Yeah. <laughs> he's such an asshole. I'm I already sure. know that type of guy. Oh my God, he's like, you're gross looking. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> From you, that's a compliment. <laughs> He did not call you gross looking. No, but he like, but I don't think he ever would have assumed like he like Michael. Like he would have never. Oh, because he's uh, in into his the, the world. This is I am not. I am a crustacean. You know, the, yeah, the barnacle. He's, so, in, he's into the Pamela Anderson. Totally, idiot. totally. Like, okay. Uh, he's not into the Woody Allen body, which <laughs> I just find shocking. <laughs> but yeah, and then so it was. It was nice because at at I remember I was working at Bar Vermont and I found out about Mad TV and it was that elation that I'm like, oh my god, I only have like two more shifts left and I am done. And but also keeping well, mind, you got it. Did you get it as a your regular? You no, knew? listen, I was featured pretty much. I got uh, I was featured. Then I came back and they're like, well, you're still featured. I'm like, that's fine. I only did 14 episodes. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Let's was... get let's get down to brass tacks here. I didn't last. But it, the uh, show, you, you ended the show, right? It was You went with the end of the show. Oh, God, no. Or? No, I, I left. Uh, I forget what season I was on. I want to say like season... 2004. 2004 season and nine. part of five. It was 2004 and into five, maybe. Uh, and then I went on, and then I was just like, oh my God, I'll never work again. Every time you know you oh, yeah. get a job, and then you're done, you're like, I'll never work again. And then I did a show called Sons and Daughters, which yeah, is an improv-based. that show. Yeah, and that was a lot of fun and a, just a, a truly fantastic experience. I loved everybody. Uh, Fred Goss, yeah, Frank who Goss. created it um, with this guy named Nick Holly. Fred, who also directed it, played my husband wrote a lot of the scenarios. Actually, he and his wife live right around the corner. Uh, and they are still truly good friends. I really, really like those those guys. I like That was kids. almost shocking that it got made by because it just seemed so loose and it seemed like that was that guy's baby. Like, you know Oh, like, you it absolutely was. And, and it killed him when Modern Family came out. Oh, yeah. Because that was in some ways and I'm not disparaging our show, but it was like the cleaner, uh funnier, like written version of what Ultimately, I think ABC really wanted. I think they loved what we were doing, but it should have been on cable. It was still dirty. Was it? it was kind of dirty. It was it? dirty. It was dark. But I yeah, think the hardwood floors joke about on cable. The the brother in law, whatever you were, something like standing by the sink, and he was like looking under your dress, and he's like, "Ah, oh, hardwood floors or something." Oh yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. That that's uh, Greg Pitts, very oh, funny yeah. guy. Um, um, but I, I remember the show. I remember it was really... Uh, oh, God. Who played the father on that show? Uh, it was... Oh, gosh. Why am I forgetting his name? Um, Barney Miller. Uh, oh, it was... Max... Hal, Hal Linden? Uh, Max Gale. Max Bear. Max Gale. Sorry. He's great. Uh, they were all great. They had a really... It was a really interesting cast because it was filled with mostly people that people did not know. So it was... Mm-hmm. But, like, the well-known people were Max Gale and... Are you looking at it right now? I am. Uh, good. I'm looking with you because it was Max and uh, D. Wallace, who had been around for a while... And Desmond Harrington had done a lot of movies. He always played, like, the hot bad guy. And Greg Pitts was uh, the O guy from Office Space. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the rest of us were kind of, like, uh, not well-known. It was a really, a really loose, Jerry, funny show. Well, the, like, the last three episodes, did, w- w- did they not show them? or No, they didn't show the last episode, which was... Uh, didn't you show it somewhere recently? Or oh, I don't know. Did they? Without didn't I no you idea. do it though? No, I thought I would you never. had a link to it somewhere on Facebook or something. If I did, someone put it on my yeah, page, it and it might have been Fred. I think Fred probably put that, it. on I my I think that's page. what it was. It was like, hey, for anybody who's a real fan, you know, 
um, check this out. I oh, remember, that's that's yeah, that's right. I think I remember was I was I remember it was at a time where I could I was traveling. I could only see it on my phone. I'm like, well, I can't watch it on my phone. So I was like, I'll just check it out when I get back. And I never did. I mean, I was like, oh shit. I, nice job. I was actually, what's that? Good job. Yeah, at least I saw some of the episodes. Jagoff. Listen, no one else did. Right. That was part of the problem. And we were on during like when America uh, when uh, when American Idol was on. So we were crushed. Were you a mid-season replacement? Uh, that is a good question. I think we were. So, so since we're since we're on the topic, you know, we'll bounce around a little bit. Since we're on the topic, did I just were you in Mike Royce's? Yeah, new show. I was. I did. Uh, well, it was a pilot. Was a pilot. Not, not. I think Mike Royce is on. A, is writing on another show right now. Yeah, he's I on did a um, pilot. Sixteen hundred. That's right. So, yeah. Good for him. Uh, I really like Mike Royce. Yeah, he's, he's a, a good great guy. guy. He gave me a lot of advice when I first came out. Uh, did so he? Really yeah, he's a he's a truly nice, even keeled. Hopefully, a future podcast guest. He's really busy right now, though. He's got his own show. I'm he's, so happy for him. I so yeah. I did a, a pilot with him called. Uh, uh, little brother, my little brother, with John Stamos, with right? John Stamos, and another Chicago alum, T.J. Miller. Oh, I love T.J. Miller, who is so funny, uh, and so was John. It was a really that was nice. and Sean Levy directed it, so it was a, it was kind of fun. You guys to have be seen T.J. Miller do stand up. We've gone to some of his shows. He's also got a show on Comedy Central now called Mashup. Very right. funny, dude. Really funny. Um, and uh, John Stamos, he was on the show called No, ah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I'm so shocked that it didn't go because everyone was talking about it. It was I like know, the baby. I, it was one of those things where they talked about it too much. And I was like, oh, shit. That's why I it. knew. I'm like, well, this was fun. Make a little money. <laughs> and at one point, I saw John somewhere. He's like, yeah, it'll go. And as soon as he said, I'm like, oh, you just fucked us. <laughs> You'll get something again, but I won't. No, but he, I, I really liked everybody. They're all great. So that was a lot. That was a lot of fun. And it was kind of cool to, I was like, ah, oh, this is like a fun, I, I felt good about it as well. Is that the like, first time you work with Mike Royce? Yeah, that was the first time I, I wrote to him. I said, Jillian's great. I really hope you have a, good, uh, a blast with working with her. She's amazing. Yeah, and he was he was great. And, you know, I always feel bad for these writers. I think they're under a lot of pressure on these pilots, and they have to, you know, they have to sit there and constantly change it for whatever the network wants, and they want the show to get on, so they will do whatever it takes. Was it ABC? It was Fox. Fox. But the nice thing is they, they added... I don't know why I said that. What made us feel really like hopeful, too, is that they, they felt like they didn't have enough between me and John, so they added a day where we... Mike had written three scenes. Oh, cool. So we got to do this. So that also gave us that, like, it's going to happen. Oh, my God. It's great. They want us to fix it. They love yeah. us. Uh, and then Ben and Kate got in the air, and it's doing really well. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't, I can't fault them, cause I, and I think Nat Faxon is fantastic. So Is that the guy that starts in? Yeah, he's, he's Ben. He, he looks weird to me. It's because his teeth are not perfect, is that I it? think. Yes. All, right. I'm, all, I, all I know is I, I see the show when I'm at the gym, and it's like, Something what is it? Dude. Right. Yeah. And that's, that would probably be my guess. Oh. Um, so you, now let's talk about this now. You hit with uh, Mad TV. Where mm-hmm. do you go from, you do 14 episodes? I did 14 episodes. Then I basically did Sons and Daughters. Did they say? Did they say yeah, they were like, we don't know what to do with you. And I, uh, I took all my clothes off and cried uh, in the lobby. <laughs> and then they're like, we want you to leave. We don't need to see your keloid scars, all your cuttings. On your gross wow, little body. That's an awful story. No, it was a, you know, it was kind of a bummer at the end because I'd be like, Tammy, what am I doing, Steph? What am I doing wrong? But I have to say, like, it, it is what it is. They, they didn't want what I sold, and I have to say, it's sad. I, I can make it. Yeah, it was, it was sort of sad. It made me, it bummed me out a lot. But I do think it was a great learning experience. I, I loved working with everyone there, and what was nice is like. Uh, this this past week, I did just a small scene in Cougar Town, 
and um, I did it. Mike McDonald, who was a, is it was one of the stars Mad of Mad TV. TV, was he's a writer and he directs uh, Cougar Town, so he was directing this oh, particular yeah, okay. episode. And so it's nice to know that you know you keep in touch with these people right. and how well they're all doing and what they're doing. And I noticed that like and unlike stand-ups who have like a couple of friends that they kind of are help out, or, yeah. There's the improv community is very like nurturing and i hope guys, so i would I, agree i don't know i don't know if i, I think a lot of times because improvs are people would always be like oh isn't it great so-and-so got a you know got a gig or yeah, whatever. yeah yeah and i kind of think like yeah that's because i come from the stand-up world and we're all like is it great so-and-so got a gig yeah. you know you're kind of like, like yeah good it, for yeah, him fuck that motherfucker you know totally like, totally you know? I, mean, I think instead believe i was on like, think- one time i got a phone call the next day like hey how, how'd that happen <laughs> it was like a guy I hadn't talked to in a long time. It was Jimmy Dore. And he was like, hey, how'd that happen? I'm like, hey, Jimmy, Right, they just up? cut to the chase. They don't, they're not like, congratulations. Yeah. So what do I do yeah, to get exactly. there? How did you get that? Uh, it's the worst. But I have to say that I think, you know, look, we all feel jealousy. I think this is, yeah. a, is a really interesting and fakakta business because, you know, we shit where we eat, basically. Like, we, our friends are usually in the business, so you're surrounded by like-minded people at all times. You're, you know, as you stay in LA, you start, you, you date and marry people within the business. You have kids. So all your friends. So you kind of hit that point where you're like, well, either I can die of jealousy or I can try to be truthfully happy for them or I can just die of jealousy in my bedroom at night. And weirdly pray. <laughs> uh, bad things happen. Yeah. <laughs> or like, I always am like, let revenge lead you, Jillian. <laughs> like a weird voice comes over me. Like, show those people that hate you that you're going to make it. Like, Come I still say that. Come shut Out shut and I want to be like 55. Like, you're going to make it, Jillian. I know. <laughs> like, there's a room she has up here where we yeah. just, you, we walk in. It's like, whoa. Like, we're yep. looking for the bathroom. We actually walk in there. Yeah. Like, Whoa, every wow. actress, exactly. every headshot. We go X's through. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so you, um, you, you, Matt TV, you transitioned right into Sons and Sort of. No, let me tell you, I, that's, that, uh, it was, I think that was like a, within a year. So it wasn't that bad. But you here's still the thing, too. Matt like, TV when I did that, too, heat. when I did Sons and Daughters, it wasn't like uh, Fancy Pants. They didn't, they, uh, the nice thing was, it was uh, they only shot a. Um, God, I'm really forgetting my words tonight. Not not like a spec, but they did like not like it was a, like an outline. It was like a, like, a sh- the short version. Oh, it's a um, sizzle reel. Like, like it was a, like more of a sizzle reel uh, for ABC. It's a pilot presentation. Or is it whatever? pilot presentation? That is a word I could not think of. It was a pilot presentation. We were not paid like a, a, a ton of money, and I think at first. Uh, you know, my agent and manager are like, don't do it. And I'm like, what else am I doing besides, you know, pulling Larry Kazanov's nutsack over at Mortal Kombat? So let's get this so on like, the road. Go back to doing that. No, I thank God I would. Yeah, I would never. So how'd you get your agent and manager then? From, was it from Mad TV? It was from, uh, you know, so I, when I, did Matt TV? I was with this oh, this this female. You know, the, everyone has like a like that sad first manager story, uh-huh. unless they hit it big and they're like with great they're great standups and they get like the perfect. All right. I was with this woman named uh, Lara. I won't give the full name, but she was one of those butter faces. She had like a sick body, and her face was like sort of pretty. She had really pretty hair, and she was one of those people like I'm going to show this body off. So she would always like her tits would be falling out of like this piratey <laughs> blouse, and her hair was always like super curly and out like a Harlequin romancy, tight, tight jeans, super high heels. And it, she ran her business out of her house. And I originally knew do Naomi. you still have her telephone number? Yes, I do. I'm sure we can find her. 
She be easy. No, I. <laughs> but uh, she. It was friends. Aaron, Aaron wants no challenge whatsoever. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, this is perfect then. But I'd met Naomi Odenkirk in Chicago, and so we came out and met with her. Like, I came out with Molly. We did our show. And I already knew I was moving out, so I was very serious about what I wanted to do. I'm sure it bugged Molly and TJ when I was like, let's listen to what Naomi says. We're like, let's just do our show. I'm like, no, let's listen to what Naomi said. I'm sure I was a douche. But Naomi was too packed up with clients. She's like, but I can steer you towards my my friend Laura. And First sign, knowing that it wasn't it wasn't going to be a perfect fit. She's like, "Sure, I'll take you." Like, <laughs> not even, not even. She's like, "You're the package. Let's do it." And her tits were tumbling out of her robe, <laughs> like she had a robe on. We're in her house. It was very, and I was more like, "Oh my god, someone wants me." Uh, by the way, it's not like I was here at the tender age of twenty-two. I was thirty. Like a lot of times, like I have to remind myself, like I should know better on all accounts. But I'd be like, "Whatever." So I went but with the Laura. first time that you're given validation and the first time somebody I believes agree. in you it's it's, it's pretty tough same. not to like like get involved with that situation because it's like you know you feed off each other's energy and at the same time you said it was the first time that they really somebody's going i've taken an interest i'm going to devote some of my own personal time and my energies to this and you never know how deep their contacts go no so i'm just I, looking I, for a break too right so right so it's like a mutually uh pathetic <laughs> yeah, um, mutually so we we found, each other, yeah, we found each other we were both lonely apparently but so when i won't laura i remember this was like the first time i'm like i have to leave her when we were at mad tv she would come with me to set and i was already like embarrassed which was bad like the fact that i'm like this is my i'm like this is my friend like i would introduce her as my friend because i'd <laughs> rather her be my friend than my, my manager special friend. <laughs> because i was kind of like oh god because like her outfits were so flamboyant and just to prove that point was one time i was talking to her on set and um, <laughs> like a PA or someone came up to her and was like, oh, we need you over in this. They thought she was an extra in like some <laughs> slutty extra for like some <laughs> weird like we're pirate. Topless, uh, we yeah, we're doing the, next the pirate whore scene. <laughs> and I think you're the whore number, like sea hag whore seven. And that's when I was like, this is not right. Like, I don't want this woman representing me. Like, she's not going to do sea anything hag for me. number seven. The worst part about it is there's actually somebody like, Calls her mother. Oh, I got see Hag Horn yeah, number seven. I got the room. So she, and she probably took it. And she's like, I get you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take five thousand dollars. Or she probably like downplayed herself. And I watched her negotiate. Like this is horrible. So I went with a stand. Then because Barry Katz was there a lot, and he oh, represents yeah. a lot of stand ups. Yeah, and uh, oh yeah. Well, he represented Frank Caliendo, who was on the show, and I, I think I Ari Frank. Spears. Maybe I'm not sure. So there are all these people that were with Barry. And I ended up going with him when my eyes were like, oh my God, I got the real manager now. I, that was a bad fit, oh, too. Oh, you were with Barry Katz? I was. So I left the Pirates you ever and see went him, with Barry. Did you ever see him on... Yes, I did. So after I broke up with Barry, he wrote an unbelievably mean and crazy email to me, basically saying, you are going to fail. My girlfriend's you will be a failure. husband worked for him or with him. And yeah. apparently, like, you go to his house, right? And he had pictures of his wife naked in the... In the bathroom or something Wonderful. like that. It was like, it was like it, inappropriate. But he was always kind of a just. He's an odd guy. guy. Yeah. yeah, he's an odd guy. But like when I first met him, he's he's very co- like smooth about how he handles it. I watched that Seinfeld documentary that oh he my did. God, is and there I anything think, meaner than what he does to Ori Anderson or Ori? Oh, but Ori, I felt Ori like Adams. he was seeing. Like I found it actually semi honor. Like I felt like he was. 
uh, I don't know. I felt at the moment, at the moment that I was watching it, maybe because right. I was considering joining Barry Katz, I was like, that is an honorable man. Like, little did I know. <laughs> no, you know, you, actually, you were all right because at the time, this but, guy kind of needed his wings clipped in the movie. Yeah, and, and I thought Barry was, was like good daddy, smoke. like mean daddy, but like what a daddy should You're do. right because afterwards, doesn't he turn to, was it Jack Rollins? And he goes, what'd you think of that? And he goes, eh, I didn't dis-. He goes, why don't you jump in and say something? He goes, I didn't disagree with him. Yeah. You know? And it was like, you know, and I found that refreshing, and I was like, "If this is a kind of like it's going to be pi- like slutty pirate," <laughs> so you know, I joined him, and then it just was not the right fit. And so when I wrote to my, and I also didn't have the balls either to just say like, "You suck." I never talked to you. I talked to your like second in command, who the first question he asked me after I'm after I go to this premiere thing with him was like, "How many people have you slept with?" And I'm like, "You're my manager. You're." Gross, but uh, I ended really? up. That's, that's this was, was like one two? of his other dudes. Yeah, it was weird, and I I think I told him too. I was probably like sixty eight, looking for sixty nine, because <laughs> like just to see what he would do. And I'm sure he's like, great. Uh, nothing happened. We didn't do anything. But what I what I love was that. Uh, so when I broke, when I left Barry, I didn't have like I was too scared to like really be like I just feel like let down by you. And I did make it clear. I'm like, you represent stand-ups, and you're probably very good at that. I'm not a stand-up. This is not the right fit. Instead, he wrote back, like, good luck with your failing career and pushing that big, sad, loser boulder up it. Like, he basically said, you, you'll get nowhere. So it was so, so insane, and I sent it to my agent. But it actually only got me more like, thank God I've left that crazy. And I watched the Dave LaChapelle thing, which was just genius, yeah. Dave Chappelle. Not Dave LaChapelle. That's yes, a photographer, that's a photographer yeah. and I love his work too. <laughs> I love, I love that. I love to take pictures of Barry nude that he hung up in Barry's house. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, Chappelle's did. thing is awesome. And then, like you said, it was a, is it Elon Gold that does his like does the Barry like Hey, kiddo, hey, how uh, you doing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I it made me. It, and I, I think I watched it the day that. I got that mean email that like broke, you know, kind of made me feel mm-hmm. sh- shitty. So that was, it made me feel so much better. Kind of like when I, uh, Kelsey Grammer uh, was a director on a pilot I got fired from. That was probably one of the worst experiences I've ever had. And he, he was, was a, a douche of this thing called My Ex Life. Um, and it was like my first real like sitcom pilot and like with real money and i was so nervous and again too old she shouldn't be this nervous but you know i was new i'm new to this business it was right after sons and daughters and i was like so excited and and i was gonna be like tom cavanaugh's ex-wife and uh so when i meet kelsey Grammer, i'm like i made the big i said you know since he was the director that had just been brought on i said you can do whatever you want with me i'm not like i'm putting your hands but i'm excited to kind of see what, what what we do and so Tom Cavanaugh, what I learned as we went along is that Tom Cavanaugh was like basically told Kelsey to fuck off in terms of don't don't oh, tell me what to do. This, uh, don't pilot, tell me yeah. what to do. I, I, I know what I want to do. I watched him do it. There was an actor named Roger um, Bart who's this really ta- talented Broadway actor who I believe has won or at least has been nominated for at least a handful of Tonys. And he's just a really good actor. And he basically said... And I think Kelsey was afraid to bother him anyway because Roger Bart is just simply a better actor mm-hmm. than he is. And then this woman, uh, God, her name is Katie Finnernan, and she was also a Broadway actress who had done TV and lots of movies. She was like a year older than me, but she just had that, like she'd already been doing it longer than me. 
And I watched her turn to him because she'd done Frasier. And he's like, why don't you try to do this to her? She goes, I'll find it. Let me do it myself, Kelsey. And all of a sudden I realized I'm the only one he can direct. So he put it on me like no one's business. And he would face out and be like, Jillian, yeah, I want to see you act. Because right now I don't see an actor at all. I see someone fumbling around. And I'm like, who is he looking at? Because he's looking out. <laughs> and he's looking at like the scripts. Like, he's, he always needs an audience. So he's facing no audience. He's like, Jillian, I want to see you act. And he'd be staring out at nobody. And I'm like, I'm right here. But he made me feel like shit. He'd be like, I want to see you thinking as he look out and away from me. Uh, but I'm also trying like, not to cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm trying not to cry either. Like, okay. And then he'd also be like, when I did Macbeth on Broadway. And of course, in my breath, I'd be like, it was closed after three days, if you don't remember. But he'd be like, oh, then I think it was like, when I did Mac- Macbeth in Minnesota, I would. And he was, again, telling me how he acted, but not facing me, but using his arms and flailing out to the script supervisor who was watching, like, are you doing this for me? Anyway, it was. It turns out I was like a placeholder for this other actress. So it was one of the most devastating things that happened to me. Uh, and he, but he already kind of knew, so he got to like have his like moment in the sun as a wonderful director. Well, he knew that they were bringing someone else in. I think there must have been rumblings. I think they knew they were waiting for this woman. Who? And uh, Cynthia Watros, may she rot. No, she's totally <laughs> fine. But don't worry, she got the part because she'd gotten a DUI and lost on Ho- in Hawaii. So thank God. So she got rewarded for shitty behavior. That's another thing I love <laughs> so- about LA. That's what I love about LA. So she had her two children somewhere like... I don't know if they were staying on the island. I'm like, a mother got so shit-faced that she got DUI, but she got rewarded with a pilot. Because she got kicked off a loss, but wanted to... She got this, and I think she was a big... I think Les Moonves was a huge fan of hers. Anyway, I... It, like, it it, it devastated me, because I'm like, you really are a loser, Jillian. Uh, It was... That was a really hard time, but he was particularly a cunt. Yeah. He... uh, So... He he fits that role, you know, the, the role of boss... Yeah, you know, I just I look at it and go, this is probably oh, I haven't close even watched it, but I, I'm sure but it's good too. Is that one of those things where, like, because he's a dick, that you're like, I'm not going to watch this show? Kind you know, of, in you, a way. And like I have people? to say too, but this is what. So in that same vein of watching the uh, the Chappelle video of him killing Barry Katz, which is just mm-hmm. so genius. I someone told me a couple things. One, they're like, well, just to make you feel, because also when I was like, after that happened, the script supervisor, all the people that were like in the scene, came up to me afterwards, like. Dude, that was horrible. I am so sorry he's doing that to you. Like they, people were like, "That's so fucked up." Like it, it was, it was. No wonder his wife has irritable balls. Syndrome. Oh my god, his ex-wife, <laughs> his ex-wife who like touts it like no one's business, and his daughter won't talk to him. She was like she, the spokesperson. Yeah. She yeah. Was like, but so what I loved was that someone was like, "You want to? If it makes you feel better, Kelsey Grammer." He's like, "I worked on Frasier, and he was so co- coked up, like season four. We found him lying with his pants down at his ankles." <laughs> holding a Diet Coke in his room, and we had to wake him up to do, like, a scene in Frasier. And I'm like, that did make me feel a little better. <laughs> and then he said, watch, there is, and it's so awesome, there's, on YouTube, it's Kelsey talking at some, like, not UCLA, but one of these schools about acting. And he's wearing, like, a black turtleneck-y type thing, and he's got his lavalier on, and he's standing on the stage going back and forth, like, actors need, you know, probably saying the same bullshit he'd said to me, like, they need to think, I want to see you thinking, and blah, blah, blah. And I guess he didn't realize he was right on the lip of the stage, and as oh, no, he no. fell off the stage, he's like, ah, 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 ah. 
and so I was acting. Poor, poor schlubby, like AD, like you know, from the AV department of the school, like probably like some like little round girl with like all black. She's like, "Are you okay, Mr. Grammy?" I'll leave me alone. I'm fine. I'm fine. And I watched it like ten times. <laughs> Because it was so clearly embarrassing. So yeah, I um, I love revenge. <laughs> so you I hope uh, for more. <laughs> wow, did you? That was the pilot. That that was just a few years ago, right? The, that was no. That was like uh, six years ago. Was it that long yeah. ago? Because I remember yeah. reading about. Because it was right off of Ed, right? That's what he. That Tom Cavanaugh got. I'm trying to think. If it was right off Ed. It was. It was within the realm. Because I want to say it was like oh five. That so that you happened were always kind of, I remember reading because you you would pop up in the trades a lot, you know, like you know. Yeah, once in a while. Listen, I got a ways to go. I got to keep. No, no, but still, cracking you've it. like, you know, you're one of the you're a success story. I know you're like, ah, eh, you know, but you ever like, it's like that that thing in Swingers where you know no one ever thinks that they're a success story when other people are like, holy shit, like you've actually. Um, You've broken through. People know who you are. I mentioned just this afternoon to some people who you know were doing this. You're like I was down down but, in the the dregs of downtown Island. I went to like the tent town. <laughs> yeah, we were down. Like, there was the guy that the bridge wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, no, but uh, well, we said you know like I would say like oh you know um, she's known for commercials blah blah, and they're like oh and she was in this and that, and so like people know who you are. God like, bless. They, they might not know your name, but they doesn't know matter. Who you are. I, maybe that's better. <laughs> they wouldn't have to pronounce it anyway. They'd be like Gillian. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my name. So uh, you, was, was that your dog? No, the woman behind me, speaking of someone who really does have short-term memory loss, <laughs> she died for five minutes. What? About six years ago at the gas station over here. She woke up a totally different person, <laughs> like mean and weird, but also like memento. Like, Did you know her no. before? No. I, right. like, we only li- we've lived here for a little over a year. But people She's told you? short-term memory loss, and... Uh, her, we don't know if it's her husband, her boyfriend, or her son. Her, she's a so she's a pool on the other side, and she had an old dog that she would walk. She must have at least remembered the dog. But we'd see her walking, and as soon as I, I'm like, oh, that woman's fucking medicated, like Valley of the Dolls, like probably in her mid to late fifties. And I'd always be like, hello, hey, I'm Jillian. She'd be like, hi, like I don't know if her name is like, you know, Lexi or something. And I'd be like, I'm Jillian. And then the next time I see her, she'd be like, hi, I'm Lexi. And I'm like, oh, you don't remember who I am? It's all these drugs. And she'd always wear the same concert T-shirt, like a black one with like all the dates. I forget what. And she, my husband, would be like, wow. would look at it. it. Was it was? And he'd be like, and she'd be like, my boyfriend bought it for me. And he's like, well, clearly in 1996 because that's the last <laughs> date on this. <laughs> that's the last date. <laughs> but so I feel really bad for. Her. But then the douchey, whoever this boyfriend, husband, whoever the guy is. Uh, and like I don't know, I'm assuming it was a son because when we first moved here, Dana and Julia, Dana Goodman and Julia mm-hmm. Wallace, were very good friends of mine, also Chicago uh, ladies, came up and there's like this little deck thing off the bedroom up there, and they looked over, they wanted to see because it sounded like a party was going on in the next in the next uh, backyard, and these guys were like, oh yeah, come on over, like, and I'm like, what's this Mardi Gras? <laughs> And they were not that young. They were like 35 or something. Like, oh, yeah, come on over. You know, and like, Dan and Julia already like gave off that like, yeah. So, I mean, I get, and they weren't even doing anything, but they were like, hi, okay. Um, but what I love is like, so I don't know if that's the boyfriend or the son. So this guy, they have the dog that she's walking. He falls in the pool. He's old. He basically drowns. And so the cocksucker buys her a puppy, a purebred uh, boxer, and she she doesn't know how to take care of it, and it's really really sad. Oh, no. 
And you can hear her sometimes, like, you know, during the summer, we'd have our windows and doors open, or we'd be eating outside, and you could hear her going, fuck you, I fucking hate you, and I'm like, oh, the the boyfriend's over, and then you realize she's yelling at the dog, and then the dog's barking at her, who's probably saying, fuck you too, you crazy old bitch. In dog language. Yeah, and so then she'd... Then she leaves them outside, then she'll sometimes walk them, but they're like boxers need to be running. So we've devised, like me and this other neighbor, like talk all the time. We're like, what do we do? I've called the boxer rescue. We've called. Uh, uh, they you, just you bring out people that you know that, that, that help actual boxers. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I got to mention. Right, know, Mickey Rourke comes out. He's like, <laughs> like oh, uh, who am I pounding? <laughs> But the the thing about it was that so I'm still in the process of trying to figure out what we're gonna do because I I feel so bad for this dog I feel bad for her because this yeah, douchebag yeah. gave her dog and she's like I call him Barney and she's like and the guy's like I call him a different name I don't like the name Barney so I'm like oh, <laughs> the dog, dog is getting totally fucked by these people and he just sits out there and barks and like once in a while she walks him like at a like a weird snail's pace when he wants to be running and we've been like maybe you should get a a walker and she's like that's a good idea like someone to bring bring but she'll forget because she doesn't have any short you know she doesn't drive she has no short-term memory and she's on heavy medication so what dick would give someone like that a dog like or like a young puppy. Anyway, that was took up a lot of what we were talking. No, that's about. okay. But this no, is part of my life. Actually, let's get her. Can we get her as a guest? She'd be. Yeah, she'd be like, <laughs> this is what you do. Uh, <laughs> achoo. Uh, I call him Barney. Yeah. That's you're you're, you're looking at the you know <laughs> you look at the lamp. <laughs> yeah, that's all you should do. Her eye. Like you'd watch her eye. I like would she be di- she wouldn't be able to dilate. Her eyes would just be like huge glass saucers. But uh, yeah, so that's that's the dog who you'll keep hearing. There you go. Um, I can't remember what we were talking about. We were talking about pilots. Tom Cavanaugh. We were talking about... Oh, yeah. So six I'll just say... The, so the, like, I, I don't want to... What's Because you... Well, hold on a minute. You get to a point as an actor, actress... Do you like... Is it okay? I don't is it, care. All right. Okay. Uh, well, you get to the point as an hag actress. Hag number seven. Yeah, number seven. Yeah. Uh, where you... Um, you get in the... You get in, like, the club of, of people who get called back for, like, um, pilot... Presentations, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, the, you mean, like, like the, you get, to, you mean, I mean you, you actually get callbacks. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. that is fantastic. But like, there's a lot. Remember, now that's also less movies are being made, so right. more stars are doing TV. So you know, which is also television has gotten a lot better. I mean, I like in to some think ways, that, yeah, yeah. But right, but but they're hiring actors who want right, jobs, exactly. so they're hiring really qualified actors and actresses from. That, uh, that are usually would have been doing movies, but there's just not that many mu- movies being done. So you, we're all de- auditioning for smaller roles. And I don't want to complain about that. I'm still getting to work. Not but you're also doing, uh, you're, you've got some great roles in some movies too, you know, like, uh, which like have been very like fun. Step Brothers, that Step Brothers was really super funny. fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. They were great. Uh, and those are funny guys. You know, Adam McKay, great Second mm-hmm. City guy. Was, did you know him before? No, I did not. Uh, but he's super nice and really, he's great. He's great. And right. John C. Riley and Will Ferrell, lovely. Yeah. So funny. Super. Uh, I met uh, John C. Riley recently. He was very, very cool. What's up? What are you laughing about? What, what laughing happened? About? Are you making... I winked at Edgar. <laughs> oh. Did you just for fun? Yeah. Are you guys flirting over there? What should we talk about? I was in Michigan for a while. Maybe you can lower those lights. What's going on in Michigan? Is that where you live? That's where I'm from. Okay, Ann Arbor, next to Ann Arbor. Nice, Uh, beautiful. Yes, Uh, my mom still lives there, and uh, she had uh, foot surgery. She had her foot Uh, fixed, so I helped her out. Like bunion surgery? No, it's like an ankle thing. Okay, is she going to do a little PT and be okay? 
Yeah. Good. Yeah, she's yeah, twice Perfect. a day PT. I know how it works. I'm 80. <laughs> you're not, your mom's not 80. Uh, my favorite beer is, is from Michigan. It's uh, uh, made in Kalamazoo, Bell's. Bell's, Bell's, Bell's Oberon. Oh, I love Bell's. Uh, Bell's Oberon's Bell's my Oberon. favorite. Oh, Bell's Oberon's. Uh, I've, I've, uh, I've camped up in the uh, north and south of Manitou, is it? The islands up there? Off um, Le- near, uh, not Leelanau, but yeah, like Traverse City area. Yeah. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You had Michigan to have performed. Special. You had to have done a, a, a few Second City shows. I'm sh- yeah, we did. I actually oddly did didn't get Michigan to uh, Michigan. I didn't like they. Always, it was always another. I never. It's like they oh, didn't really? want you me. Just kind of avoided Michigan. Well, I personally didn't avoid well, Michigan. That, I've that, loved that, Michigan. You yes, know. Michigan. Isn't that the? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Say yeah, yes to you. Michigan. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, Michigan. <laughs> you know, I always thought. You know, I, for um, Missouri, I always thought a great slogan for their tourism bureau would be uh, "Missouri loves company." I don't, I don't even understand that. <laughs> because mis- misery loves company. Oh. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The freer dog. Maybe we have to do that. So, so the slogan I, would be maybe, misery loves company maybe, with the subtitle. It would be like, you know, like misery loves company, but and it's a picture of you with your hands out like, well, like hey, yeah, like, yeah. get it. <laughs> get it would be get it. yeah, it would be perfect. Get it. And half the country, like no, forty forty percent would get it, and six percent like I don't what I what. Uh, yeah, honey, oh honey, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> oh, and that would be the commercial. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to audition for that. Please let me audition. <laughs> the worst part about it is you get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm you dying just, to do that. The, you can't, you can't roll out of bed without getting a fucking commercial. I no, that is not true. I will audition, and I don't get things a lot. Because there's a lot of people out there, and I, you'll start recognize if you really watch commercials, you'll be like, oh, I've seen her a lot, and I've seen him a lot, and. There's a well, lot of Chicago, a time like, like Bill Glass is a big Chicago there. guy, and I've done... I've Scott LaRose uh, is a comedian, and all of a sudden he yeah. would show up and like... He hit for a while. I haven't seen him in a while yeah. uh, on TV, but he would. He got like a McDonald's commercial, and next thing you know, he was on everything. Well, this is like, you go up and down, and that's why I'm saying like I don't. You know, you get on the carousel, you get off, and hopefully you get to go. Chip back Chinnery, on. you know Chip? Yeah, 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 yeah. Chip's a good friend, and uh, um, he he like one of those guys just. Showed he was on like a Bud Light commercial, or so, and next thing you know, he's on. It's, it seemed like every commercial, right? You know? Right. You recognize these people, and then you're like, "Holy shit, they're everywhere!" But but is it is it because casting people are like, "Oh, they're reliable. They can come in, do the work." Blah, well, blah, blah. I mean, first of all, that's that's casting is totally different because casting they just fill fill up as many people as they can get that they think are talented or would. It's the callback with the director the, or whatever. It's the agent. It's yeah. I mean, but you've it, it's it's like everything else. It's like the stars have to align the same way pilots do. You have to be liked by the director, by the agency, and by the client. So have you first, ever, have you booked anything yet without auditioning? Uh, no, there was. I was. I had one offer and I couldn't do it. I didn't. I was working on something else and I was really it was bummed. Was a pirate? Uh, hey, see, hey, it was know. a porno and it was a snuff film. <laughs> was a snuff film. I was really and bummed. Like, I really want to do it. I really like to do it. Let me make sure my life insurance is intact and this is how I want to go out with every every hole filled with tears in my eyes, looking up at like a weird light. Um, the. Uh, the other thing is that uh, no, it's hard, and like I think people do. They're like, "Yo, you must just get them." I'm like, "No, I have to go through the same horrible, humiliating process." That there's no win, like there's no winning with commercials because if you think about it, a client. So if your client is Swiffer, they, you know, this is what this is what they do. They want to. 
Oh yeah, this is their boner they're stuff. They got to do it, all yeah. this shit. Yeah, but that's their job. So they want it to be. They have to make sure everything's done. And it's the same way with auditioning with pilots. Like, so I get to be in a club, but there's a lot of us in that club, and we get to maybe go to pr- straight to producers, and it's great in some ways. So you get to go to a room, which is, I mean, in some ways, it's so awful. You you show up in a room where there's nine people, and you have to look at it like it's a performance, but try to maintain without being a little bit freaked out by a room stuffed with all these people. And, you know, then you try to make it through all the other hoops there. And again, you have to go through the hoops of producers, making sure they're all on board. And then you do a work session uh, at at the network and you're kind of jittery, but the writer and the director are trying to work with you, but you're kind of freaked out because there's five other girls. Sometimes you're like, you have five other girls here? Or maybe there's just two other girls or one. And so it's already kind of nerve-wracking doing that because you see who you're up against. And then you have to come back and do a... Uh, the studio test. So, are you actually sitting in a room with the same oh, group of people? Yeah, as you? yeah, like, and sometimes they're like good that. friends, like which is weird. So, you'll be sitting waiting, and then you go down usually a scary hallway, and with this girl, it's like, "Come on, let's go. It's your turn." And you're like, "Great! Oh, I'm so excited!" And you know, and there's all the pictures of they're all their fame, you know, the shows that have been successful that mm-hmm. you stare at while you're just waiting to go and going over your line. So now you sound like a robot, and you walk into the room, and there's like. 30 people sitting there in like what is like usually a small amphitheater. So it's already nerve wracking enough. And there's a casting director looking at you like, okay, Jillian, great. And I'm like, great. And you have to do the scene in this weird open space. And then when you're done, you're like, oh, they didn't laugh. And then when you leave, you walk away. And if you get past studio, you go to network and you have to do all over again the next day. And in that time you develop a huge cold sore that sits like (laughs) Hitler's mustache uh, from the tip of your nose onto your lip and then continues down the bottom and goes down your neck. All the way down. And so you have to wear a flesh-colored turtleneck that zips up and like with this weird pancake makeup on your face. Uh, But I, and like it's always, I remember one time and I knew I wasn't going to get a job but I couldn't help myself. Like a, a guy, the director was such a douche and he was he's like uh i I said can i can i use this chair and he said yeah you're not gonna sit the whole time i was like oh no i was planning on lying down i lay down and didn't face him so it got a huge (laughs) laugh from like the network people and the studio people and then i when i got back up i'm like i'm kidding obviously or like i said something like i wouldn't and the guy looked he was like and i'm like oh my god well there i just blew a job and i don't think i would have gotten it anyway i could just tell by the way this director had been with me the entire time um and i'm not usually that like that wild but you know it's like when you're drunk and you say something. I was like, why did I do like even doing it? I'm like, well, I fucked myself. That was terrible. You kind of felt empowered though at the same time, didn't you? I do a lot of things like that where I can't watch myself and it's sometimes another horrible trick that you shouldn't do in auditions. Like I will come off and do a lot of like improv and I'll talk to them about funny things, make them laugh and then I do their lines like and they're like, what happened to that funny girl? Oh, it's the same thing when you're on stage doing uh, stand-up and all of a sudden you something happens in the moment you go and when you go back into scripted material it's just nobody wants to hear that. It's like, no, go back to the the free form whatever was going on there. And you're trying to figure out where the medium of that is. how How do you find that cadence yeah. and that whatever it is that thing you know and that's and that's something you know i continually try to work on have you ever been because you do so many commercials have people gone oh well you're the no the, actually more in commercials or... thank god i mean i've had people recognize me but it's mo- mostly in commercials that they've i've had a couple times where they've been like you're in too many things oh really which kind of bummed me out i'm like why the fuck did i drive to santa monica then <laughs> you know who i am you <laughs> cocksucker <laughs> I gotta pick my kid up at three, and I had to like drive around forever trying to find (laughs) parking. You all right, ask. all right, fine. You get the job. All right. I wish, you know, but that's, that, that's really that's, how you get the job. That's is kind of you just the bummer people. too. You yeah, mouth. I did that. 
but I've definitely said funny things like where I'm like, there's a girl getting finger banged in your, in, uh, in the hallway. You should not hire her. And I'll say random things. If I know the director and I know he's dirty, I'll say something really weird. That's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, it's, you know, there's a fine line. That's probably why I don't work all the time. You're in the new, uh, aren't you in the new commercial with the recording? You step out of the shower? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What, I, it's weird because I was and like, that guy's oh, a stand-up too, Andrew Donnelly. He's a great guy. He's from Boston. Andrew Donnelly is the guy. Yeah, it doesn't. I thought it was uh, Rob. What's his name? Um, no, it's Andrew Donnelly. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah. um, I'll stop you there. No, no it's definitely <laughs> not him. It's uh, no. Um, but uh, yeah, you step out of the shower and, and it's it's the screen uh, where it's like, oh, yeah. I love that commercial. Yeah, that's her. Hey, <laughs> wake up over there. Stop flirting. <laughs> He's got the toothbrush. Yeah. The toothbrush makes it, right? I know. He's funny. He's a good guy. He's a funny guy. Um, that's all. So, like, uh, at least someone gets to watch you walk around naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Those are funny. They're funny. We did a, a, a bunch of those. He's he's got he's got eight of them. I, and I did like a bunch of them with him. Oh, so cool. So they're coming up. That's... Knock on wood. They'll all. They'll play so what them. happens when you do multiple commercials? All of a sudden they go. All right. What, at what point do you hit spokesperson or or? This, I don't think this is a spokesperson thing. This is because there are more scenarios, you know, that um, I have a, like, a sort of secret spokesperson role and that, thank God, none of you guys have seen down in the Southeast. And those are awesome because they're, they're a company called Rooms to Go. They make like mid to low end furniture. And uh, I've heard of it. Stop it. Really? Are you? Oh, then you definitely have heard of it. That's yeah. true. And I have to sit there with this guy, Eric, who I love, or by myself, and I'm literally, you guys would all be like, oh, she's disgusting, because you're like, what she will do for money? And I have to sit on the, like, they have, like, the nasty room set up, and, like, Eric and I sit next to him, I'm like, nine ninety nine, $11.99 for this entire living room set, and you don't have to pay until February 2016. That's four years from now. And then... <laughs> And, and then the director, who I adore, again, it's like a family. I love them so much. Rich will go, Julian, I want you. He's from Long Island. He'll be like, I want you to be more excited. I'm like, Rich, if I'm any more excited, there'll be blood spurting out of my vagina <laughs> and my ears. And that's everything. It's such a nice loose set that I will say things. Eric and I will be sitting there, and it'll be like a white couch. And I'll be like, you know what we should do for the shot? That I stand up, and it's just a big blood puddle. But I keep talking about the amazing furniture. And... There and like Sally's there, you know, she's a mother of two girls who've been bought mitzvah, and she's like Jillian, and I'm like, I'm Sally, are you mad at me? Are we having fun? Is everyone having fun? And I'll do it just to make. I mean, we do it all the time. Like I had to take a conch shell. <laughs> we did a green speed, you know, a green, uh, uh, a what a, green, green screenshot, and um, I had to stand there. And they put me in crazy outfit, lots of makeup, my hair's fucking teased out. And uh, not teased, but like I look like a southern like uh, weather girl or like right, news right. anchor, but like the aging. I'm like the aging news anchor. Like, hey, everybody, I still look young, right? <laughs> um, but what I love is that I have to stand there, and it was this summer, uh, and I have to. I'm like, he's like, okay, bring the conch shell. I'm like, what do you mean conch shell, Rich? Like, and he writes them as well as directs them. And he's like, I want you to hold the conch shell up to your. I'm like, shut up. I'm like, I'd rather put it inside of me. <laughs> And he's like, Jillian, no, listen. And I'm like, this already sounds horrible. I had to put the conch shell to my ear and then go like this and go, and go like this, like, I'm, oh, like I just heard something in the conch shell, like nod my head and then go, did you hear that? That's the sound of summer sails. <laughs> and what I loved about it is like, I have two friends. One lives in Texas in, in, uh, 
He's a he's a coach. He's a football coach in Houston, and the other one lives in Atlanta, where we go a lot shoot. And the texts I get from them, I'd be like, "Oh, do you hear summer sales? Fucking idiot!" And like they'll just write things to me all the time. Like, "Oh wow, that conch shell. Why don't you put that inside of you?" Like mean things always. And it's just these two dudes who are like, "Oh my god, that's four years from now." Like they'll just take terrible quotes and I think there's only one on YouTube and thank God and it's one where I'm like again I'm like yeah <laughs> fucking look at this ottoman and I have to you have to like I'm I can't believe Eric before I came along Eric would do these spots memorized and they're like long spots and one of like you know you have to say things like this ottoman this end table that lamp this flat screen TV 60 inch HD TV like all free like and so I was like why are we not getting a, a teleprompter uh, why are we having to memorize this? And so I, I demanded a teleprompter, and oh, now the two great. of us, like, we don't do any work you on it when we get there. You show up and yeah. just <laughs> phone it thing. in completely. Uh, like, but, but we, but we, we soon you phone, phone it in, in, by the way, but phoning in, like, you would think the two of us were, like, on crystal meth, like, jacked up and sweating, because we're like, this is the best sale ever! <laughs> um, and I also, what I love is, like, but sometimes on the plane, like, so much is getting shot in Atlanta right now that you'll run into, like, the most random stuff like not stars, but stars yeah. type of people. Like uh, speaking of, a lot of zombies on there. Yes, and it was so great because one of the writers, Scott Gimple. I don't think he's Chicago. He's a writer on Walking Dead. And then Stephen Ewan is that? I believe I'm pronouncing I his name right. Yen. Oh God, I'm really sorry, Stephen. Really love him. He is on Walking Dead, and I kind of okay. know him indirectly. And he also is like a Second City guy. Lived in Chicago for four years, and I watch. I'm a a total zombie nerd so i watch it all the time and so when we saw each other i was like oh my god like not too annoying but i was like hey Which, uh what does he play on the show he's the asian guy oh yeah yeah i mean that's um, yeah my, you look familiar uh he but he is and so he and he's great yeah so he's a chicago guy or at least yeah. that's where he's starting he worked in second city and all that stuff but it was we just saw him on this flight and it was great so it was me and eric and we get along really well and thank god i found someone who also makes fun of what we're doing yeah. like when i first got the job i'm like this furniture looks okay and eric goes Take a closer look, Jillian. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, wow. That's, oh, it's that really heavy fake wood. He's like, uh-huh. Uh, but what I love was we get on the plane, and, you know, they put, it's awesome. They put you in first class. Yeah. You got your miles. You know, so you're building your miles up on Delta. I really love Delta now. They put you in a hotel. Like, we don't get per diem in this case, but they really let you, like, order it. Like, it's awesome. I yeah. love doing this. And I see my sister-in-law lives down there and my friend that makes fun of me. So it's a really kind of fun <laughs> trip to do those. So, and when you get on the plane, so we get on there, Steven. And so Eric and I are like doing bits sort of, but like talking to Steven. And then there's a guy in the corner who's really big. And I'm like, he looks so familiar, but he's trying to do bits with this. And he kind of has a voice like this. And he's already, you can tell like <laughs> Eric and I are looking at each other like, Oh, what have we started? Cause he's like, watch it. Drunky Brewster. He keeps like doing those kind of bits that you're like, Oh, stop. Oh, no, no. Who is this guy? Yeah, Why does he look yeah. familiar? And there's a nice woman sitting next to him. She was like 60, and she's talking to him. Now he's he's taken over. So everyone can probably hear him in first class because he thought we were still doing, and we'd all like Stephen had, like had stopped, and like Eric and I are like now just sitting in our seats. But he's back there doing crazies. And so finally, <laughs> she's like, "What do you do for a living?" He's like, oh, "My name is Ralphie May. I'm a stand-up." Uh, and I'm like, no. "Oh, that's who he is." So How did you lot. not recognize Ralphie May? I knew, but I didn't know. And I was like, ah, oh, it's Ralphie May. And I was looking at Eric like, I can't wait to tell you who that is. And then he kept being like, did you get some what about those zombies? And he's trying to do more stand. Poor Steven is like trying to put his headphones on. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and- you know who Ralphie May is? No. He's, 
huge. In fact, for a long time, I don't think he could fly on planes. Oh, he could he was, barely. I, yeah. yeah, he was. Uh, God bless. That's true, and I think he wouldn't fly on planes specifically. He's a friend of Jeff Ross. He's um, he's huge comic, like gigantic, and I think. And he is lost he more him. like blue collar? Like, what is his yeah, style? He, well, it's more like you know, you know. I can't really. It's I'm a, I'm a fat comic. Jokes, you know, and uh, you know that kind of. He stuff. He was on Last Comic Standing. He's been, you've oh, seen okay. him like in commercials okay. for stuff like you know. But he says I'm like, you something. Nah, I walk into the. Yeah, you know, he's got a like, high pitched voice. Pitch voice and, and he and, says things like "Drunky Brewster." Watch <laughs> it, Drunky Brewster. And I was already like, "Oh, this guy's gonna if he we no one can talk to him." And everyone you could tell just like shut down. So it, it did shut him down. So those are that's kind of a random fun thing that always are happens. You, do you do any voiceovers? Do you know, like, have you ever no, little things here and there, but nothing. I've not had any awesome moments. Like, I did, like, a little tiny line, like, an American dad is a lesbian. Everyone wants me as a lesbian. I'm like, I don't understand why. Oh, you would. <laughs> I don't understand why you want that from me. <laughs> so, you, dress. you're an American dad? That's cool. Yeah, just, like, the tiniest. I don't even know if, if I don't know if it's going to air, but I play, like, a coach. So what do you got? What do you got? Are you got anything going on? Are you gonna be in Hangover Three? Yes, gonna be in Hangover Three. Also, I've shot a couple things. Where are you um, going? That you can't say here. No, it's here. It's in town. You know, it's kind of full circle. Okay. Uh, so that's been that's that was we did a couple. I did a couple of scenes. I'll do one more before Thanksgiving. So they've expanded your role. No. <laughs> but I don't care. Cases. Like at this point, I'm like, but you know, it's fine. And I, I think I did say a couple lines, and they'll probably get cut. But I don't care. It was a really, I do like these guys. Have you ever had a situation where you did something and it got cut? From oh yeah, all the time. It's it's devastating, For but like, it's not anymore. Do you ever show up in like the DVD? They don't have DVDs anymore. I was gonna say DVD extras. Yeah, absolutely. I think the only one where there's Step Brothers was uh, that you Step did a Brothers. bunch of stuff. Oh, did I? I don't even know. Or was I, it? I, it was no. Forty year old, old virgin. They yeah. let like the stuff I'd improvise go. Cr- that was great. That I was saw fun. the extras. That was amazing. That was because it was like a lot of fun people. Like it was Mo Collins mm-hmm. and Susie Nakamura, who's a Chicago girl, and uh, she was in the speed dating uh, scene of a forty year old virgin. Uh you don't know. You're like, what? Uh, you're exhausted. We're I saw the extended version of that. So yeah, it was movie? fun. Yeah. Were, were you in the movie? or No, what? just in that scene. And oh. that was like an early on one. So I was like, sweet. Like, and by the way, I've not worked with John really again. Oh, no. Ashamed. But uh, then, what was I going to say about... Uh, getting cut. Stuff getting cut. And like you're... Yeah. So I don't know. But oh, currently what I'm working on. So I'll just say... Because I know that we're, it's getting a little late. And yeah, the kids. I got to go to bed. Because I'm not cool now. anymore. What's it like being a mom? It's awesome. Is your kid funny? He's great. How old he's is he now? Friggin' Four? goof. He's three. Three. He's such a goofball. And he. He was in a video you did. He, oh, I breastfed him in a video. That's my right. husband didn't talk to me for two days. He's like, what you will do for comedy is disgusting. <laughs> he was so mad at me. And I kind of don't blame him. I didn't tell him. I kind of skirted around him. I'm like, no, it's no big deal. Um, so there's he's like one of these flip phones, like a kid's phone, but you can record things on it. And I guess like two months ago he recorded, which I hadn't heard before. I'm touching my penis. <laughs> he was playing it today. He's like, I'm touching my penis, my penis. <laughs> and he's like pretending to touch it. And I'm like, oh, I love you. Oh, <laughs> I love he, you so much. He's really taken, he has taken the baton and running with and it. Like, <laughs> Dave looks at me and he's like, what have you, you're disgusting. Look what have you done? And I'm like, I love him so much just the way he be. We play a game where he says poo poo, I say pee pee. I'll be like pee pee, I'll be like poo poo. And I don't care, I love it. I love that I have a boy. It's so perfect. This is going to be And I do kid. love him, and I French kiss him a little bit. <laughs> and I had to put a little extra aquifer on his asshole tonight because it was all red. And I thought, when should I, I stop doing forever. this? 
<laughs> What's that? You I did do that for Edgar today. Yeah, I see. And Edgar, if you need it, I'm here for you. Oh, thank you. Can't rub too you're, hard. You're within walking distance of me anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, so I'll bring him over. I'll show him his asshole if it looks good. <laughs> but I look red. And, I'm like, and I asked him, I'm like, do the teachers rub your butt too hard at school? He's like, no. And I'm like, okay. Okay, so things are good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's weird being a mom because you do, like, now I sound like I'm doing stand-up. But it's weird being a mom, you guys. Uh, uh, show of hands. Show of hands. So, anybody a mom here? But, anybody? like, it is that weird thing where, you know, he is potty, he's potty trained, but he will... Uh, get off the toilet after he's taking, taking a dump and I will make him, I'm like, downward dog because I need a good angle to clean his asshole. <laughs> he knows yoga. <laughs> yeah, they take, well, that's welcome to like 2012 in LA. They have fucking yoga classes at preschool. For kids? Oh, oh no. yeah. Oh, Jesus. So he knows, thank God, but this is how you learn how to wipe. So I'm like, downward dog and he bends over and I'm like, and I go, don't bend your knees. I go, touch your toes and lift your, your, your tushy up. And then I get a perfect angle and I get swiped right in. Wow, that's awesome. It's disgusting. And yes. yet I'm like, I have, it doesn't fit and it, you know it's all there <laughs> but you were you were kind of ready for that i was like, so you, psyched you were, you were you were such a deviant anyway that like you know when you had a kid you're like okay now i can kind of just displace yeah i, just, I can give it to him <laughs> exactly. i always tell dave i'm like he's going to be morbidly obese and gay and and ride around on his little scooter and go i love my mommy <laughs> she's she's my best friend <laughs> And Dave's like, that's not funny anymore. I'm like, it's going to be the truth. Uh, but What's your kid's uh, name? His name is Ben. And he calls himself Benny. And I'm like, oh, like the retarded character in LA Law. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother told me, who lives in, my brother lives in Japan, married to his second Japanese wife. But this one's, this one's good. This one's going to make it. Uh, they're good. But th- what I love, he's like, when I told him I named Benjamin, he's like, why didn't you name him Wolfgang? And I'm like, what? <laughs> And he's like, I just think, I just think that the name Benjamin, you've got to be careful. You can't let him be called Benji. I'm like, why? He's like, because. And I'm like, but I'm like, I don't like Benji either. Don't worry about. It. He's like, well, you have to understand, in in uh, in J- Japanese, that means shit on toilet paper. And I'm like, I'm so specific. Oh, Benji. Yeah. Oh, Benji. And I'm like, I really want to ask somebody if that's true. God, you should have. You, you going back to Japan? You just came back from probably that. next year. Find yeah. out if Benji means right. shit on right. toilet paper. I'm sure his whole name means shit all over my dick, like or something. I'll be like, great. Now Benjamin is a terrible name. Don't move to Tokyo. Uh, and I'm also recurring. I'll get back right around on a show called Suburgatory, which I d- got to do last year, and I'm doing uh, this year too, which has oh, been fun. Uh, and I play Alan Tudyk's wife, and he is fantastic. You know, I haven't seen that show. Is it, it's, heard... it might not be in, up your alley. It's fun kind fact. of uh, you know what? Alan Tudyk and I are from the same hometown. Really? To, what town in Texas is that again? Plano, Texas. Nice. He's very talented and very funny. Alan uh, Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. You've seen him and stuff, and you okay, don't even yeah. like like he's in Three Ten to Yuma. Oh, right, right. He I, plays I, like the kind of like nervous doctor. Maybe he wears the glasses. He, he was. Uh, he's been in tons of stuff. You would be like, oh, he was he's the in dodgeball in dodgeball. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember dodgeball actually. If you saw it, you'd be like, I, I remember who that. You I would recognize the picture. All right. Okay. I've seen him. Yeah. He, it's weird because he's one of those guys. He's, he he kind of looks like a jock, but he's kind of a. He's an, act, yeah. he's an actor, yeah, right? But actor. he is like he's in, he's fit and he right he says all stuff. But he's he's fun to play with. Uh, you play his wife. I play his wife. And is, she, is he a, is he a regular on the show? Yes, he's a regular on the show. So you're a regular on the show. No, I'm not. I'm recurring. They have How two, do they have they have a wife that they have, just doesn't show up? 
<laughs> because they have, it's a really big cast. It's uh, Cheryl Hines uh, and she, and Jeremy Sisto are, are two of the stars, and they they brought on 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 it. Then they have the the kids, Jane Levy and Carly Chaken, if I'm saying her name right. Uh, shaken, shaken. They're adore- They're fantastic. And this other girl. Do they treat you differently when you're a day player, or are they kind of like? No. Here's what it is. If you're a guest star, yeah. sometimes you feel like you're invited. You've been invited to a dinner party where you know no one except the host, but the host is so busy you can't talk to anyone. So you're like sitting next to people. And you're like, this is. Oh, you don't have to. Oh wow, pumpkin. Like you don't know what to do with your time, so you're like always looking at your phone, and no one ever calls you, of course. So you're like just staring at it because they're all hanging out in Video Village. You kind of want to join them, but and also being a girl, like. You're not like the bits club, and if you are, you're a dork. Like, it's not cool when you're a 40 year old woman being like, hey, everybody. You know, they're like, ew, you're 40. Be a grown up. Stop it. Unless you, you know somebody, even if you do, if, if you know the director, they're, they're busy, so you can't. So, you, you know, usually I just I leave everyone alone unless they engage with me because there's nothing grosser than being a guest on a show and trying to pester the actors because you want to come back, you yeah. know, so you don't want to be that person like, we never want her back, but uh, so recurring. So but you're I like, like an everybody. Of one, you're just like just quiet. You're like you have to keep yourself. If you're a guest star, but recurring, I feel like I know everybody enough now. But I'm right. still deferential. Like Anna Gasteyer is on it. She's great. Chris Parnell plays uh, her husband. They're regulars on the show. Uh, one of their kids. I'm so embarrassed. I'm forgetting this girl's name. She's great. Uh, oh, look at that! I can look at the whole list. You're beautiful. Oh, and uh, Rex Lee. I don't think Rex was ever a. Um, Allie yeah, Grant is Rex her name. Lee She's from, so cute. Uh, yes, he is uh, a regular on the show too. It's a really, it's a lovely, it's a good cast. It's a very more of a. I feel like a ladies between the ages of like thirty five and fifty would love it, or no, and teenage girls because it, it's got a teenage. It's like Storyline. what people think of the suburbs. Okay. Who might be coming from New York and moving in and the height and reality. Is that why you moved out here to kind of get in the character? Yeah, that's right. Because Los Feliz is so cheap, I could buy a house there. This is why we go to the Valley, because it's where death goes. I told you, where coolness goes to die. Um, so, um, you have the, when, when can we see that? When is that? Is that, in- uh, that just started airing. I'm, I'm sure I, I hit about midway through this season. And I, uh, how, many, how many episodes? Uh, I think I will uh, we'll do three or four episodes, and maybe more. We'll see what happens. Cross your fingers. Hangover three. When's that? Is there not a date? God, when that comes out, I don't know. That'll, I assume it'll be, be next summer. Be huge. Maybe that would be my guess. Would be it was next summer. Cool. Well, good luck. And yeah, and any, I'll do uh, whatever else it are takes. Are you doing any other performing? Live performing? Uh, not right now. No, I'm pretty are you boring. Do much of that anymore? Not really. I feel like uh, I'm lazy. Besides with the bucket of ping pong balls and a mirror. <laughs> oh yeah, you mean just by myself crying, yeah, yeah. saying how I'm going to uh, seek revenge on, on Cynthia Watros yeah, and, yeah. and Kelsey Grammer, uh, uh, right? And like ricochet like your friend, like ping pong hits me back in the head. I'm like, this stinks. Um, uh, the no, I have not in a while, and I get yeah. I get nervous. This was like exciting. I'm like, I'm going to do it. Well, you did that video the with your son, the breastfeeding. One. Yes, uh, for Funny or Die for HBO, right. and that was really fun with my friend Carrie Clifford, also whom I oh, went T-shirt to college Shannon, with. Uh, we had on the show was a writer, and he did. Um, you did it for the HBO show, right? I did. Okay, so yeah, he was uh, one of our. He was our second guest, and he oh, cool. um, he was one of the writers and did pieces for that show. But of course. There's such multiple pieces, separate, yeah, absolutely. So you each other, but you know, um, you guys have been on the same show together. He did yes. Space Baby. I don't remember oh, Space. Yes, it's so funny. Yeah. So it, right now it's called Baby Boss. So how we have another coincidence oh, there. there you go. Uh, and it was directed by uh, someone that Carrie Doherty worked with, who is great, named Jordan Vote Roberts, mm-hmm. who uh, directs Mashup. All right, was right. a good friend. Go. Uh, is a Chicago guy that was friends with T.J. Miller. Wow, it all comes full circle. I know it does, my friend. It always does. Well, Jillian. 
We're <gasps> so happy to have you on here. What a pleasure. I flew by there. Did it. And by the way, please refer to me as Mrs. In the Box. Mrs. In the Box. <laughs> <laughs> My true Hollywood name. Do you, have a, do you do Twitter or anything? Or? No, that's no. awful. I live under a rock, and uh, I'm going to be like, uh, and just fax me whatever you need me to sign. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all set. I don't do anything. Well, we'll put person. links up to the, to, uh, can we see the baby video out there somewhere? That's a good point. Do you love it? I'm like, I don't know. Um, I think you can. I think if you go to Jordan Vote Roberts on, um, I don't even know. We'll figure it out. And every time, every time so you got awful. something coming up, please let us know. We can always put it out. Absolutely will. Do you love that I'm I have the worst itself? I, I, I had a blast. What do you think, guys? I, I, Was it okay? Woo. Oh, oh God. I had so much you, fun. You need to go to sleep. Right now. Gonna, yeah, he's, okay. he's a little tired. He's a little jet lag. You got to right. go see Wayne Fetterman, too. Oh, yeah. He, he's, uh, we're actually going to miss his show. We're going to go see uh, Raheem Cohen. Oh, he's funny, too. No. No, not funny. No, Who's that? Band. I just kind of nice try. I'm like, Ooh, he's funny. <laughs> nice try. Dylan. I have no idea. No, we're going to see. He's a, a they're a, they're, a, they're a band. Um, young kids. I, I thought it was comedian too. Three brothers. Um, no, Raheem Combs sounds so much like know, a great. Sorry, it does sound like it's a. That's one like guy thing. that is a Jewish black man. No, I don't want to go. No, you don't want to go. They're really good. You've seen them. I've never seen them. Yeah, you did, didn't you? When? Didn't we see them at El Cid? And that was oh, that was somebody else. Um, I thought you did. No, I have, I have no other friends, so I kind of know who, who it was. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's uh, let's end this. Jillian, thank you so much for thank having us. Thank you guys us and, so uh, much and, for doing and, this and hosting me. us and giving these guys as much candy as they can. You, know. you are going to take a bag of candy <laughs> on the way out. We'll get that all set up. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll have a good one, and thank you again. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.